December 21st, 2008. I'm Brent Copeland. I'm Wes Wilson. I'm Eric Fullerton. I'm Spencer Williams. Welcome to episode three, which is a very exciting episode because it ends in the number three. It does. <laughs> it? It, it's the magic That's number. very important to me. I was <laughs> totally unaware. <laughs> it's the magic number. Yeah. We'll have it again on uh, episode 23. And, yeah. and really, yeah, 33 30. will be awesome. Mm-hmm. It will be. You know, uh, 1,733,123 will be totally awesome. <laughs> it will be. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. We'll have to start doing <laughs> podcast every five minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. That level. That would be gross. So, what do we have on this episode today? Anyone want to run down this? Sure! Stunties! Dun, dun, dun. You know what? You what? know what? What's that? I hate stunties. All they're good for is smashing. Stunties. Yes. Hush you. They taste good. <laughs> uh, additionally, we're going to talk, uh, since we're going to be talking about the stunty area, we're going to be talking about the uh, scenario uh, gate of Gates of Ekron. Uh, we're going to be covering what's in a town, like what what can you look for in your towns, and we've also got some videos, we've got a uh, mod of the week, and we've got a tome unlock of the week. Cool. Nice. So we've got all kinds of things to listen to. Great. Well, good. Well, let's get right down to it here with our Week in War. You want to um, do this? Title. You want to do, a, like everyone, what is your what is your level right now? Okay. That? Just kind of a quick yeah. round, Robin. You you start first, Spencer. Uh, well, my main's name is Grinthrax. He is a black orc, and he is rank twelve. You go. <laughs> I know. And Let's uh, see, uh, my main is Elgrud, and he's a black orc, and he just deemed eighteen this morning. Eighteen. Nice. Grats. <laughs> my main is um, Fervor, a uh, zealot who is level eleven. So I, I I don't know. I, I have two mains right now because I can't choose one yet. But uh, uh, my shaman is level nine and my witch hunter is seven. So I haven't played a whole lot. Or maybe I have. I just don't have any high level, you know, dudes yet. But um, Well, for going for a secondary character, I have a, I have a dwarf uh, on Iron Rock named Vector who is level nine. Who's a rune priest. Oh, and I didn't say my name is a rune priest. My witch hunter is uh his name is Atolicus, and there's other Atolicuses on other realms. I'm saddened by that. I, you know, really? I had a quest to kill rune priest. Really? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I had a quest to kill a guy named Atolicus. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Brent, how was your week? Uh, my week was wonderful. I had a, a lot of fun. Did a lot of stuff with our guild, the Misfits of the Warp. On the Volkmar server, we uh, defended some keeps. Uh, I, I took a keep one night, but it wasn't with the guild. So I, I'm really looking forward to actually doing that with the guild. Did you carry the banner for that keep thing? No, I carried the banner in uh, one of the open RVR areas and uh, made the mistake of putting it on the ground, thinking, "Oh, well, you know, that's what you're supposed to do with these." And then we got overrun, and the banner got taken after I died. Oh, so there was two gold. Two gold, yeah, two gold. So, (laughs) and the problem is, it's it's kind of like clicking on any flag in the game. It's not a fast process, and if anybody hits you, you you uh, 
can't click it you know so that so you have to be really sure that that planting it is a good idea before you plant it then yeah in, unless you just like throwing two gold away <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite things but it does i mean just the feeling of planting it down there all of a sudden that you see the kind of uh, the pattern irradiating out from it and everybody's getting the buff you're like yeah so it's everybody on your side everybody who's within the range which increases if you put it down okay hmm. um real quick um what level is is uh the guild at last last check seven seven seven, seven and a half Sweet. It's it's like doing little kids. It's, it's seven cr- and a half. It's growing up so so fast. <laughs> Not <laughs> fast enough get, though. Um, when do we get heraldry? What level is that? Ten. Ten. God, I can't wait till we hit ten. What does that do? That uh, gives us a like a guild banner and uh, a tabard. And if we take a keep, then we can put our banner all over the keep to uh, sort of brag about it. Hmm. What are we gonna do? Put it on cloaks and stuff. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna do? Yeah. We gonna do skulls. Like the Dead Workers Party? Is that what we're going to do? I appreciate it. I don't know. Uh, I we'll don't play know. with it. We, we have lots of options. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we can just write taxation real big on the back of our clothes. <laughs> are, uh, <laughs> are there unicorns or anything like that that we could possibly... Unicorns on the destruction side? Are you talking about like unicorns being eaten? Yeah. Because I, I think with that. I've been playing too much can, order. Sorry. I've been one to eat a unicorn lately. <laughs> and the Order Guild on Iron Rock is third level. It's it's oh. just a wee thing. It's a baby. You can oh, pinch but its, it's cheek. growing. It's growing. Yeah. And that is, the, you know, uh, they picked the name I think we wanted uh, originally was... Misfits. Uh, oh, no, no. Oh, wait, um, Target is not attackable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Spencer uh, poo-pooed all over it so we couldn't I totally it. vetoed that. Yeah. Well, poo-pooed. I would have vetoed it on the, uh, on the Order Guild, too, honestly, but I wasn't there. Yeah. Yes. Thank God. I'm, I'm looking forward to Guild Rank 4 because we'll be uh, potty trained by then. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the nothing grosser than a, than a guild messing itself all the time. <laughs> Hitting 5 is when they take away your binky, though, and that's just terrible. Yeah, we're going to stop at 4. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, what else did you do, Brent? Oh, you know, quested and uh, opened up a, a new achievement that got me a crock pot or something for my pocket. You so, got a crock pot in your has, pocket? Has no stats okay. or anything, but uh, weird. What? Okay. Um. Uh. The other Eric, uh, Rootbender, who is in uh in Misfits at least, he's our our highest level person uh he he was really curious about pocket items he couldn't figure out what they did do you do you know what this crock pot does for your pocket absolutely no clue but it seems like it would bulge it up a little bit or something (laughs) so when when i equip it you know your character switches like you're putting on a piece of equipment so i thought maybe it'd be viewable but i i couldn't tell on my laptop when i just tried earlier to see what it looked like huh so it has no in-game effect that you know of no, not that I know. You just of. have a crockpot. That's something we uh, need to look into. I think. I guess if you want to make a tasty stew, I mean, you're all set. It's in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, where tasty stew should be. Ah, of course. <laughs> well, moving on to Wes's week. 
Sure. I I played a lot this week, but I, I, I am a salesman for a living and I had a busy work week. Um, I spent two nights pouring wine at a couple of special events, so I, I took a long time. Uh, you fancy. I know. I'm a, I'm a fancy, <laughs> fancy guy. Anyway, uh, I did play um, some with my order character. I mostly soloed with him. I did do a little bit, uh, did some scenarios. Uh, and was quite surprised. Um, I don't know what it is, but I, I, and I've heard people on both sides complain about it. They'll be like, oh my God, we're totally being dominated by the other side over and over again. I can't do a scenario tonight without being crushed by the other side. And yet that seems to happen on whenever I play destruction or order. So have we figured out you're the common link? Uh, no, because sometimes <laughs> I am on the side that is doing the crushing. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is I kind of learned from doing scenarios that people either feel completely destroyed or they feel co- like they completely dominated. There's no middle ground on that. I sort of have, have, have an opinion on that, that, I mean, nobody knows what they're doing in scenarios yet. And, and as someone who played a lot of beta, I mean, that is clearly obvious. You see people doing the stupidest crap all the time. And it's just because the game's new. So no one knows what they're doing and the few guilds that are that are together will just completely steamroll anyone else out there. So, but that will change and, over time. And you know what I can't wait for is when healers learn how to play the game and like <laughs> learn to heal other people that aren't in their party. I will, I will say funny. this more th- on one more than one occasion while I'm in a battleground and I am trying to tab like uh, control tab through my friendly units to heal. Um, I don't, I, I would like to be able to pull up the whole war band, like, you know, like have a grid so that I can see everybody's health. Um, yeah. but they don't have that. So they, they need to, I, and I think yeah. they will. That's something that will get added. I would imagine. So the, the their health isn't on the, uh, I see my party. I don't see. And like, I, I don't, uh, cause I, like when I get a war band, I get a new window where everybody in the war bands in the window. I don't get that one. You check. Yeah. Your, but I don't get a war band window UI when I'm thing. in a scenario. Do you get a warband window when you're in a scenario? No, because you're not in a warband. Yeah, that's right. what we're talking about. That's right. Okay. I was thinking of just... Y'all, yeah, y'all kept saying warband, so I was like, I have one. I so, go in a warband, so, I see a window. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so... And and more than one, than one time, I have accidentally, instead of hitting control tab, I have hit alt tab. Ooh. And anyone who Ouch. has tried to alt-tab out of the game knows that sometimes it can be nasty. And my computer has been mad at me for quite a long time. And so whenever I ask it to do anything strenuous, it just sits down and goes, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then finally, <laughs> finally it gets up and decides to be nice. But So it takes me a good... Have you tried running in window mode? Uh, yes. And I if I switch to window mode, I can go to and from easily. But if I alt-tab... But my point is... is I don't like running in window mode when I'm playing the regular game. I, my my resolution doesn't come out the way that I would like. So uh-huh. I've been, um, but I, but I accidentally alt tab out, which means that I'm in the middle of a scenario and I've got at least two minutes for me to get out and back into the game. Oh, suck! And 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 I feel really sorry for my teammates when I do that. Uh, so, but uh, the other thing is like trying to click on friendly units in the middle of a battle is very very tough. Um, so I'm able to heal effectively my party. Well, I you know I don't even care about that. If if y'all would just click on me. Well, we mm-hmm. we don't like you. Uh, okay, uh, uh, you know well, what? I, I'm I'm, hurts, I'm sort of with Brent on this because I'm also playing a tank class, and I I don't get mad if I'm in the middle of a big fray and and I die. 
you know, because I understand that it can be hard to click on me, but I will sometimes be like off to the side, almost dead, getting plinked at by ranged critters. There's a freaking shaman standing right there, and I get up there and I wave in his face and I jump up and down, and he freaking ignores me. And there is no excuse for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have to say, like when I'm out doing a public quest or something, because I am the tank. I usually like to go in and and whack the hero so you know everybody else doesn't get cremated yeah. but i find time and time again there's healers there but i don't get healed and i'm and i die and then of course everybody else dies and i'm like you know I, from now on i'm not taunting unless you start healing me i yeah. in general <laughs> if if i if i am not being attacked i will try to control tab through every person that i see in the battle and put a, a hot on them I also think that there is a, a slight game design issue here. Um, tanks outside of PvP, for the most part, unless you're in a really bad way, like you've got a hero on you and a champion on you. I mean, in, in the course of standard PvE, a tank is so totally invincible that healers get used to not having to heal them. And I think that's a game design issue. I'm actually. I was actually commenting on that to Brent earlier. I find um, as a zealot, I am. I, m there is only one option when I am faced with a black orc. Even if a black orc is fighting with someone else, and I can sit there and spew death at them for like a minute and a half, as soon as they turn to me, I'm going to be killed. I, I, I do. I find that I am not able to actually get enough damage through to have a potential to kill a black orc one on one, even with a delay for them to come and attack me. I don't, I don't see any problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was actually saving uh, the heel talk until uh, my part two because I had something to say. But, uh, but yeah, I've, I've had real problems getting healed um, when I play my uh, Witch Hunter uh, because I'm not a tank, therefore I don't. I'm not kind of you know first priority on the on the healers list. But I realize there's a lot of different types of healers. There's ones that only heal friends. There's ones that only heal tanks. And then there's the healer that heals everyone. And I get stuck with the people that well, only heal tanks. And I'm there's streaming. There's also um, the issue of the people that don't heal anyone. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's worth mentioning because I can't tell you the number of times I've seen, like in Gates of Ekron, which we're going to be talking later, some shaman with that little glowy thing, you know, the the, the glowy line that, that attacks someone that they have to concentrate to keep up. And it does so little damage that they're just wasting it. I mean, really, they're wasting their time. Yeah. And uh, I, I think... Well, okay, I play a shaman as well, so um, on the other end, I know that it's kind of difficult to target in this game. There's no target of target, and there's no target of target of target. Uh, so, you know, and I realize you get a, um, a, uh, a friend target and a foe target. But, um, I don't know, it just doesn't... Healing just doesn't feel right. Like, the, the targeting just isn't as responsive as I'd like it to be. So, I understand that, but... I don't know. I, I think I'm just playing with some idiot healers because I, <laughs> I can yell out loud and say, please, I need a heal. I have 16 health points, and, and there's nothing going on. I mean, you're standing there. You have the power. Just hit the number two or three or whatever you need to hit to heal me. <laughs> yeah. you know? I don't know. And so do you all think that the limitations that the healers are getting without having the party, without having the target of target, or maybe we haven't figured that out yet or something, do you think that's game design and they wanted to make it a little more difficult? for healing in this game? I think so. I think they've 
really thought everything through. If they've thought enough to be innovative uh, enough to have your your friend target and your foe target, then uh, I'm sure they thought about target of target. And, and I think plus, they thought about it, but I think they came to the wrong conclusion. Yeah, I, I think that the targeting needs some work. I think there needs to be. Um, I think the tab needs to default to closest. Um, hostile target instead of cycling through whatever yep. happens to be yep. 19,000 miles away. <laughs> wow, that's useful. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it needs work. I, I agree with you. I think they thought about it. I just think they thought about it and came to the wrong conclusion. Now, there might be some add-ons later if it's in the API that you can get a hold of a target of a target. That you know might be possible. Yeah, and I, and I think there is because I've heard that there's one mod out there where uh, you can basically select someone as your main assist or whatever, and whoever they're targeting uh, automatically target them for you. Oh, okay. So Ooh. then you, so all you need to do focus, is focus, fire down groups and stuff oh. like that. Okay. Uh, I, I is that up on Curse? Have you looked? Uh, I haven't looked for it on Curse yet. I was looking there today for a couple other mods, and I forgot all about it. But uh, hmm. need to try it out. But you know, that's kind of a I don't know. I, I guess I don't know how I feel about that mod because it's really kind of powerful. You know, and it may be too powerful. Like, and if that mod's out there and it's too powerful, then they'll have to do something they'll, in the code where they'll nerf the API. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. <it>. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I see. I, I do agree that there needs to be some ability to target, uh, tar- uh, to do target of a target. I also think that clicking on units in the middle of battle, the hit zones on people are way bigger than their bodies. So, like, mm-hmm. if I see a battle and I click on a black orc. Sometimes I will get the units that are in front of the black orc, even when I mm. clearly clicked on the one, you know. That, that's one of our skills we get, misdirection. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm a healer, so maybe you should turn that skill off. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Redirecting mouse clicks, I like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I understand the healer, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. There's actually uh, another thing with the targeting stuff that I thought was really interesting that I didn't know about until someone mentioned it in the guild. Wow, that was long (laughs) to get to the point. But if you have someone targeted, if you don't do like we're used to doing with WoW and Team Fortress holding down your turn keys, Mm -hmm. if they run around you, you auto-follow them around in turn. So when you're attacking someone, if they're jumping around like a fool, Mm -hmm. just let go of your, your movement keys and you know focus on your attack really? keys, and you'll turn automatically it's awesome oh huh. you know I've that, noticed... that's probably much more useful for tanks than for anyone else but that yeah, that... yeah. you know i noticed uh, if i had someone uh targeted and i just ran by them my i would crane i would rubberneck You'd to watch look him. at him yeah and then when i'm pretty far away he'd just start snap and then start looking where he's running so but you're you're saying that um i could just run forward at the point that I'm rubbernecking back and I would actually turn? turn. No. You don't use your movement keys. When you're moving your movement keys, you're taking this auto turn away. But so oh, if I just use st- the mouse? It's kind of like, like uh, Spencer said, it's more effective for a tank when you're up in front of someone and You plan and, and stop them. moving and, and, and they then move. you let them, let them turn you. Yes. Okay, so that's like only good for like close battles. and or Right. Yeah. right yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Okay. Fancy. Fancy. Well, Wes, what else you got? We sort of hijacked. Um, well, I, I also played um, a lot with my um, with my zealot, and I actually did. I did some RVR, um, which we you know had a pretty good time. I um, again, I am finding that I am very very squishy, way squishier than I would like to be. 
Um, I suppose it's not really unbelievable since I'm running around, you know, in a skirt with a skull, but you know, it, with meat shoulders. But are you uh, suggesting that the skull makes you squishier? Yes, yes. Well, nobody <laughs> else has one. Um, but but it is it is a little a little frustrating. I also it, my stooped body and bald head are um, pet magnets. Hmm. Everyone just sends their pets straight to me. Because you have shoulders of meat? I do. They smell my meat. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> no, what it is, uh, just for the listeners, uh, my shoulder item, it looks like some pieces of human flesh that have been sewed together and laid on my shoulders. But so. they kind of look like cold cuts. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they make me very hungry. Put some Worcestershire sauce on that. I uh, we did have some uh, real issues with the uh, cues this week, so a lot of times I didn't get to play necessarily when I wanted to or with who I wanted to. Um, yeah, Vol- Volkmar is a is a um, overpopulated server, and we're actually going to talk a little bit about how they tried to fix this situation later. Um, but so what I would do is I would say, okay, well everybody's playing destruction, and I can't, you know, there's a 30 minute queue. Well, I'll go play some order. And I'd poke over there, and I would have fun, but it wasn't like, you know, we weren't spreading out enough. We're on destruction, and the order stuff tends to be, you know, sort of on the back burner. Yeah. And it's yeah. a little frustrating. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think once people are starting to get in the high levels up to, you know, 40 and stuff, that'll change a little bit. Yes. As people will want to play their alts and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right now, I mean, I know, speaking for myself, I'm uh, um, I, I'm such an occasional player anyway of MMOs. You know, I, I, I like to play a couple times a week, not every night, if I can help it. Um, that the only way I can really participate in the guild effectively is if I play my main all the time. So, you know, that won't be an issue once I hit, you know, rank 40 or rank, you know, 35 or so. But mm-hmm. for the meantime, that's, that's just going to be how I have to play. I we were Me and Brent were talking about this a little bit. Are you going to do alts? Are you going to have alts in all the brackets? Hmm. What do you mean? Like, are you going to have uh, alternate characters so that when the tier one area in a particular place is under order control, you're going to be able to log on as your as your lobby, take the tier one RBR I, zones? I might do something like that, um, but honestly, I'm I'm still mad about that, and and this is something that I you know haven't talked about yet. Um, I think that the the locking of zones to particular uh, a locking of of content to particular levels is an absolute mistake um, I, I understand that the whole chicken thing is cool uh, but in the long run you're you're limiting content that people are going to have available to them and I think that's that's a huge mistake but not so, really I mean you're you should have already gone through that content for the most part well, you know, if you look at it in terms of it's like a uh, this is the way I look at scenarios. For example, I think that they are maps the same way that we would talk about a map in in TF2. No maps, I, don't, I think are different. But go on. Sorry. Well, that's that's specifically what I'm talking about. Okay. See, the scenarios, I agree with you completely. I think those should be all levels. And and even if they just have to have you know one for uh, if they have 
you know, Gates of Ekron for rank one and then Gates of Ekron for rank two, I would be totally fine with that. But limiting it to just rank one is, is a, is a huge mistake. Now, if you're talking specifically about the PVP lakes that I haven't really put too much thought into yet, honestly. Do you think that they should go to some kind of an, uh, like the city of heroes, uh, exemplar thing, where maybe if you go back into previous zones, you get down, you know, you get put in as like level 10. That would actually I think be kind of cool. I think it's inevitable, honestly. Okay. I think it's going to happen. But at the same time, uh, having done a little bit, and, and I haven't done a lot of it, but just having done a little bit of the, uh, of the rank four PVP, I think that's going to engage you enough that you're going to be more focused on on that aspect of the game than on what's happening in the lower ranks. Because um, that's a big deal. So, you know. I, I think, um, and, and Brent and I were talking about this, we're probably, you know, like, if I get, I, I, you know, I might make a character and level it up to 10 and just have it sit in the zone, you know, and wait for something to go on just in case we ever need to take something to completely dominate. Yeah, I think I am too. <laughs> okay. Um, some other things that we did. We uh, actually, Brent and I did some RVR this week where we went and uh, took the whole um, dwarf greenskin tier one area. Um, that was kind of fun. We ran around and, or no, it was me yeah, and you, Spencer. I did that too. Yeah, I was. They, uh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> I can't tell you apart. You're both black orcs. <laughs> I was going to say I would have been a little racist. Um, I'm going to say no. Um, <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, and and uh, it, I I decided that I really like the locks on the flags in the RVR lakes. I do too. I was initially sort of, um, and what he's talking about is after you take uh, a uh, a battle objective in an RVR lake, and then if you hold it for two minutes, it then locks for fifteen minutes, which prevents the other side from retaking it. Uh, and initially, I was sort of taken aback by that, and and I didn't much care for it. But uh, it really does keep the battle from being completely dispersed over the entire lake and focuses it into you know specific areas. So I, I actually like it. And another thing it does is it keeps you from doing clock face captures. You know, where one yeah. somebody's at at three and nine, and then all you do is just rotate clockwise and keep taking the one that the other person just oh, took. Yeah. yeah. Cool. The storm. So okay, that's enough of my week. Do you want to talk about yours, Spencer, or did you? Uh, who who's gone already? Um, it's me. Me and Eric still have to go. I'll go okay. ahead and go. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I played Grenthrax uh, entirely, and he's a a right mean orc. I like him quite a bit. He uh, his favorite activities are uh, long beach strolls and beating his snotling. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm really having fun with him, and I'm also having a lot of fun with the guild. We've had uh, a lot of turnout on the guild. I, I didn't look at last count, and of course this is including uh, uh, alts and such, but we had, last time I looked, and it's probably higher than this, it was like 80-something people in the guild, mm -hmm. and it looked like during peak time we were having 30 people or so on, and considering that we have had issues with the... Uh, the uh, cues to get on the server that's pretty good mm -hmm. i would say yeah we may be uh solely responsible for the cues on that server <laughs> i don't think <laughs> okay, we can go that not, far 
<laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the guild continue to grow. I want to know what the max population of a guild is. I don't know yet. I think we may have issues with that, but we'll see. Um, I had fun playing with the guild tools. We did unlock the, uh, the uh, what's it called, the calendar? Yep. Hmm, yeah. And I set up a, uh, a cape event that I'm sure we'll talk about here in a while. And that was pretty neat. It does need some work. Brent was talking about it before the show. Or was that during the show? I don't remember. Before. Before the show. That um, it would be nice if there were like reminder messages or if it could change the uh, message of the day. And you said that stuff is all in, in uh, WoW. Yeah, they, they've done actually a really good job on their calendar in there. I hope uh, Warhammer steals some of their ideas. <laughs> cool. Um, and so I had a lot of fun with that. I did not have fun trying to find the, I'm trying not to cuss here, the <laughs> stupid guild bank. Oh, I had, no joke. <laughs> oh, my God. What a bunch of crap. Put a, put a, well, what got me was. Try not to cuss. Put a put an icon on the mini map, for the love of God! Just put an icon on the mini map, and then I'm not wasting 45 minutes trying to find the stupid little hole in the wall joint that has all of my guild controls in it. Oh my God! <laughs> Did you find the the other bank? I found three other banks. <laughs> I went to three other banks, and none of them helped me. And I was ah. Yeah, I had some guy in the the city finally show me after I helped him kill some uh, hero in there. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think there should be more mini-map icons in general. I would like to have shops show up on the mini-map. Um, I, I, for a game that has done such a good job of never making me have to look in a guide for where to go for a quest, uh, well, man. You, you know, a lot of those just things so you nice can turn on. Find. Really? Yeah. Tell you, me about there's this. A, there's a little square under the mini-map, and if you click on it, you can set what will show on the map. And I don't know if it's all the shops. You Banks was not on there, though, for sure, because <laughs> uh, I could not uh, find the bank with that. But it's things like so merchants and um, uh, flight paths aren't on there. I wish they'd add that to it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's, it's something they could fix. Um, I also tried to go to our guild tavern. Uh, I forget what it's called. Do you, do you remember Viper's it, Brent? Viper's Pit. It's a Viper's what? Pit, but I think Viper it's broken. Pit, yeah. Yeah, because I couldn't get in. Did you try and get in? Yeah, it, it wouldn't let me in uh, at all. And I, you know, because I couldn't find the guild bank and people, someone had told me, well, they're the two guys right next to the banker. And I couldn't click on those two guys and I couldn't click there on the Viper thing. And I was like, this is just a bug because I'm, you know, the guild leader or something. I can't click on this crap. There are three bankers in the inevitable city that do not have a guild banker next to them and one that does. And there's a, a whole bunch of auctioneers. I was, uh, it's crazy to see how many there are when you start wandering around that city. Has anyone played with the auctioneers at all yet? Yeah, I've, I've done a little bit. I've been trying to find some low level items to disenchant or, uh, you know, salvage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that was, that was my fun with the guild. Um, I'm looking forward to, I really want to hit level 10, as I've previously indicated. I want our guild heraldry. Um, I think that's going to be a load of fun. I want a tabard that has our symbol on it, whatever that symbol ends up being. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing uh, Warhammer-related I did is out of the Collector's Edition, I read the uh, the Prelude to War 
which is the was that the um, comic book that's the comic yeah, book. yeah okay cool and uh I, I liked and it a lot it's written by graham mcneil i believe who is uh i'm actually reading one of his books right now i'm reading the ultramarines omnibus which is a warhammer 40k book um i and i like him a lot uh I was confused a couple of times by some of the some of the the panels didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense, but overall it was very enjoyable and it also explained to me um, how in the world a dark elf would ever be working with an orc, uh, and it explained it to me in a way that I could, oh okay I can I can buy that okay mm-hmm. cool I um, I just started that today all I've read is the first section um, and uh, I thought it was pretty well done uh, a little over the top but well done. That's something good, I guess, to read while you're waiting on in queues. That's exactly <laughs> when I read it. That is exactly what I did. That's oh, awesome. I've got a, I've got a 35 minute queue. I guess I'll read this comic book for a while. Now, how much more would you spend on a collector's edition if they uh, put you at the head of the queue? Oh, I don't even go there. <laughs> don't even go there. I would say a lot. <laughs> You know, talking about the collector's edition, there was one thing about the collector's edition that I was disappointed in. I don't know why they don't put in a large player's guide. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That goes over the classes and all that kind of stuff. That seems like yeah. a seminal part of a, of a good game is a good manual. And Yeah, but then how are they going to sell you the click, the, the, the uh, um, Prima book for? And I did get the, uh, the uh, strategy guide and i did get the did. atlas and uh are you happy I, with them i would not recommend them to anyone under any circumstances okay. wow that's that's pretty... the, atlas, the atlas is cool the atlas has all the maps and i like maps and they're fun to look at and they 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 show locations of things that you're going to find any damn way uh but they're kind of cool the player's guide the problem with a player's guide for a game like warp uh, war, excuse me, is <laughs> what do you talk about? I mean, do you talk about the classes? I mean, there's 20 of them. That's a whole book right there. And guess what? That is the whole book. Yeah. All it is is talking about the classes. That's kind of so, why I wanted it. Yeah. And it's kind of how those are written, too, for the most part, is, uh, you know, they get some people in beta. And some people don't even, like, actually play the class, but they say, yeah, I'll do the write up on the whatever class. And, you know, so they do it, but they get it from information off the web or or maybe they play it kind of thing. And then when you the game changes so much in beta and when it's released, a lot of the info just gets stale, like even before it, yeah. the game comes out. And it, it, you know, it gets and, worse and, along, along the way. And uh, honestly, part of my rationalization for, for picking them up was, oh, I'm doing this podcast. Maybe they'll come in handy for that. And uh, they may here and there come in handy for that. But ultimately, I think the most fun we're going to have with it is the same thing we did with the uh, the PC gamer <laughs> guide that we have too. That was just full of ridiculous crap. Is that going to be your new uh, segment? You know, things they got wrong in the player's guide this week? <laughs> it may be. It may very well be. So um, I think that's, uh, that's it for my week. That's all I got. All right. So I guess that's throwing it over to E-Dog. Oh, me, yeah. Okay, so uh, since last episode... I bought the uh, collector's edition, and you know I was excited. I opened it up, awesome looking box, shiny, so cool to look at. Um, I uh, opened it all up, and I thought, you know, I can't wait to put uh, the miniatures uh, Grumlock and Gazbag in my uh, lighted uh, curio cabinet. 
uh, with all my other little um, figurines oh, and your stuff. Bruce Campbell stuff? Yeah, yeah, Bruce Campbell and Blizzard toys. So <laughs> open it up and, and grab it. And I've, I'm so stupid that I, re- I just realized that, you know, assembly and painting is required. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a miniature. Duh. It's a Warhammer miniature, no less. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, hmm. So I put it, I, I didn't even open it. I just kind of put it back in the box because I, <laughs> I don't have paints. I, I don't do that, you know. And I, I have to admit, I was uh, at my uh, local gaming store yesterday and i started looking at their warhammer paints and going hmm i know i've never painted anything in my life and i know i'm not good at this but i wonder if i would be good at it if i did it (laughs) (laughs) i actually painted a few miniatures for a while and i was good at it i did a great job um but the this is such a complex miniature i'm not sure i want to pick it up Man, is um, it complicated looking. Yeah. I used to paint a lot of them, and uh, I sucked yeah. at it, so I won't be painting this one either. <laughs> I think I am at least going to get a file and some glue and put his hand on. I think that's the least <laughs> I could do for the guy. Yeah. But, but wow, they're they're awesome looking in the, the picture on the back of the box, though, full-colored and everything. Yeah, um, they always look awesome when they're professional. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should just cut out the picture of them and glue it to the front of the I miniature. would do that. I would do that, yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway, so that box is great. Uh, worth the 80 bucks, I think. Um, just because the box looks so cool. Um, and also, uh, let's see, I've been leveling up a shaman. Uh, his name is Daka. And, uh, a witch hunter on the order side called, um, Atalicus, named after the King of Thieves from Hercules, played by Bruce Campbell. And <laughs> if you didn't know, um, <laughs> And uh, fanboy, <laughs> and uh, a lot of fun. It's it's totally a rogue. I mean, it's got combo points that they renamed. Uh, they, I mean, it's got backstabs. It's got everything. A rogue what are they called now? Well, uh, they're called uh, accusations. accusations. And I abs- completely agree with that. And I thought the same thing when I played a a witch elf, which I like a lot. Um, and I forget what they have with the witch elf. They're called something else, but they're yeah, yeah. combo points. They really are. Accusations is way too many syllables. Um, <laughs> but uh, fun, very, But that very way fun you can class. say, J'accuse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It is very fun. I'm having a blast with him. Very cool. Uh, and let's see what else. Um, oh, oh, and Daka, of course, is the sh- uh, shaman. He uh, He's a healer. I, I like that, too. But as we already talked about before, it's a little... Little tough targeting sometimes, so I'll kind of have to get used to that. Um, the the queue has been annoying. Um, I've been playing a lot of order because I couldn't get on to our destruction server Valkmar, uh, and uh, not only is it well, you know, it's not even a long queue. It's just that it doesn't even let me wait in the queue. It just kicks me off, and and I think what it is is it's it's a way for. Uh, for EA to say um, we don't have hour long queues in this game, you know all of our queues are thirty minutes or less, and that's because <laughs> they they kick you they don't allow you to be in the queue if the queue is longer than thirty minutes. Really? Yeah. I I you know what I've had a similar problem, and I I don't think it's something intentional, um, and and the same thing happened to to Rootbender. I waited uh, thirty eight minutes in the queue, and then it logged me on for two seconds and then it kicked me out no <laughs> but then That's i immediately hit login and it let me right back in okay without waiting in the queue so well maybe i'm wrong I think this is bug. this is just kind of what i've been experiencing um when it's under 30 minutes then i'll be able to be in the queue like the other night i saw it was a 22 minute queue 
so anyway, uh, that that'll clear up. That's totally not. I'm not going to gripe about that for too long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I found um, some pretty cool things in the game. Like uh, here's an here's a little exploit I'll share with you that I found. Um, exploit alert! <laughs> and, and this is this is a really really dumb exploit. But, it is. Uh, I'll vouch for it. I heard it. <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say. Yep. Um, okay. If you go up to a, a die vendor. And click the little button that says link um, all of the colors to whatever whatever the check button says. I forget. It links all the the um, colors together or whatever. So you uh, click a, a, a color like orange, and then you'll be able to see the new paints in real time on your character. Now, instead of hitting cancel, hit escape. It'll close the window, and you'll walk away with your new painted gear. Now, how long does that last? Well, um, for about two days, I thought this was the coolest thing in the world, and I kept changing my clothes. So then I decided to ask someone who was standing nearby. It wasn't a guildie, but I just said, hey, you, uh, what color is my gear? <laughs> He's like, eh, it looks like you have tan shorts and, or pants. and a, I can't tell. So it, it purple only changed top? it for you? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man. So, yeah, it's a... It's, uh, just a graphics bug. It, yeah, it's um, no longer an exploit. Now it's just a bug. So, but it's I have, you know, it's cool. I have a story involving that exploit. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you told you you told us about that in in guild chat or, or on vent. I don't remember <laughs> which. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go try that out. So I go over and I find a a, a dive vendor. And say, oh, I want to dye my clothes. I'm gonna link it to all my things. I'm gonna pick a couple colors. Uh, these are okay. Let's see what happens. And then I clicked buy. <laughs> oh, oh man, that sucks. Because that, so, that can be I, almost I lost, a gold. Uh, 90, what? 90 silver? I, I lost uh, one and a half gold that oh, way. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Hoping uh, it enjoyed those colors. Awesome. <laughs> I looked awesome until I replaced the armor. Yeah. Uh, That's your stupidity tax. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, um, okay. So I have a, a, a real issue with looting from corpses. Um, it's it's difficult to to loot a corpse that's underneath a cor- uh, another corpse, and and this was a problem with, with WoW, and they fixed it in a patch where you could loot through bodies. So, but in this game they haven't done it yet. So I've noticed that if you get it just right, like there'll be one or two pixels that you can mouse over before it turns into the hand and you click it. I just I don't know why it has to be that way, but. As, as much looting as people do when you play the game, it just really slows you down, you know? I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully they'll fix that. Very the other soon. thing with loot like that is in scenarios. I wish they would mm-hmm. do away completely with looting in scenarios. I wish it was maybe a treasure chest afterwards that, like, some pieces dropped and random out. I totally agree. Huh. Or oh that it just God. automatically dropped it. But having people, you can see them stop and loot the guy. Like or like, turn around to loot some other guy, and you're like, "Quit wasting your time. Go kill." These and then people. when it throws up a window on my oh. screen because someone else looted it, and it's it's a rare, and I have to click a button to get rid of the screen, oh, it's just sucks. frustrating for me there as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, another frustration. I'm just complaining today, I guess. <laughs> um, and well, I have another complaint. Too much walking. I wish that. Um, every town had a flight path or some sort of something I, that might be too much to ask for though well yeah Wes and I were talking about this earlier too and if you think about it it's almost like wow right but instead of having to sit there on the bird while you fly from place to place you walk to the guy and then you immediately <laughs> go to the next guy after a little cutscene. 
So it's like the same time, but you're having to do the manual work, which I kind of wish it was the other way too. Yeah. But uh, I think time-wise, you're kind of spending about the same time. About the same, yeah. I, I guess so it's that saying that instead of instead of having lots of of flight points that will take you from point to point, but you have to watch the flight. That instead you have to walk to one of the few flight points and then immediately move. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, Brent, you brought up a good point the other day in Gil, Gil Chat. You were saying that maybe they don't want you to do that because you could instantly go to a new RVR zone or a different RVR zone and be there within seconds to defend it or do whatever. Now you have to walk, so, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, except the only for thing the, about, about yeah. that was the fact that they put all the flight points at the uh, RVR places. Right. That's true. <laughs> so if you want to go from one RVR zone to another, it takes no time. Oh, okay. It's yeah, only so. if you're out doing PVE stuff that it matters. And maybe okay. that's it. Maybe they don't want you crossing the two real fast. I don't know. I, was, I guess it was just a design choice, and that's what we got yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, I, I do like that you have um, all of the Tier 1 flight paths already open. You don't have to discover them first. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish Fog of War was in the game, though. I don't like seeing all of the land all at once. I like to see where I've explored, you know? I, I can they, agree with you there. There um, is a little bit of Fog of War. I mean, on an actual zone map, you have to... Uh, it's just like It's just like, wow, you have to enter an area before you get detail of it. One thing I I do like though, like I don't know what the upper level zones are going to look like, and I was I was curious about how the uh, RVR stuff was going to take place in those secondary zones around Tier Four, and I mm-hmm. went and looked at the maps, and I said, oh okay, I see how this is this way and this is this way. So I mean, I guess in your thought processes about how zones look, you know, or what you need to do, the fog of war being off is good, but I do it does diminish that feeling of ooh look at this yeah yeah you know i mean uh, you you still kind of have that sense um of discovery when you find public quests because it'll ooh you found it it unlocks and now you have this big icon on the map i like that a lot yeah uh, and that kind of lets me know what ground i've tromped on you know yeah so um other Can than, I uh, as, before you move on? Uh-huh. Have you gotten to the point? Um, I know that now that we have a guild and a lot of people are playing together, I sort of get mad when I find new public quests because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm I'm busy. Yeah, how I dare don't. They have... put content in the game. Well, no, but my <laughs> first instinct when I first see a new public quest is I want to jump in and play it, and I'm like, turn it, leave me alone. I'm busy. I'm going to do something. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what you you, you had said. Um, a, a few weeks ago that that uh, when we were still in beta that you were really, really loving the public quest and you could see yourself doing nothing but public quest and I told you that you'd get over that? Yeah. Have you gotten over that? No, I still love doing the public quests. I have two... I pu- have not done um, a public quest since uh, I think I did the rank, uh, the chapter three public quest and now I'm on chapter seven. I, I just... Mm. I, I, I they're grinding plain and simple and they're not fun for me well it's a good i mean how else are you getting gonna gonna get gear and stuff i mean that's really renown renown gear renown gear yeah i guess i don't do that enough i do the public quest too well and that's just it is i find that it's cheaper for i mean i get better gear from the renown gear guy than i do from completing public quests and getting my my influence up well, I agree, actually. I was just kind of hoping that the gear would get better in public quests. I mean... Well, I mean, if there's a difference. You don't actually have to pay 
for the public quest gear, you know, it's just a quest reward. Right, the right. only thing you pay in is time. Right. And I have more fun doing scenarios and such that I do having pub than I do playing public quests. It's yeah. very rare for me to get to a public for, for a new influence reward vendor and to look at their top. I never want the second tier stuff ever. And the top tier stuff, usually one of the two items will be better than something I already have. Yeah. So it seems, I mean, and that we're talking to get the top tier on that. I mean, that's doing like about six public quests. You and know? now if you get a gold loot bag, then, you know, you're going to get something awesome. But how often does that happen? Rare. I've, I've never seen five that. so far. <laughs> what? I've never seen that happen <laughs> ever. There's gold got, loot bags? I have not gotten a gold loot bag since, since, uh, since the since open beta and I, I th or since closed beta actually and I think that has to do with the population I think that if there's more people doing a public quest that the the rewards are lessened I'm not sure how they figure that but hmm. um, I have not seen a gold loot bag since since the game was released well I, I think you're right in a point because I think a lot of that is uh, how many people are doing it and then how fast you do it I think there's probably some kind of mathematical you know <laughs> division between the two so if you got less people doing i don't it know i got do it faster than better stuff uh gets out i got a i got a purple item on my on my beta character from the first public quest i came across wow within a few days or it was within that that preview weekend and there were plenty of people doing it and i got a purple item that i used for the next 10 levels hmm. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they calculate that. But it's very, very rare for me to see anything other than the green loot bags. Hmm. Oh, wow. In the uh, chat room, we have uh, we do this live every week if we haven't already said. But uh, Dogmeat Sue said that um, he's gotten a gold when there was only two people, him and someone else, doing the public quest. That's insane. How do you do a public quest? Well, I, would want, I want to know what that public quest is, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. I've done I've done public quests with just two people. Really? Most yeah. And yeah. with a hero fight, though, and you yeah. can't do that with two people. I I have uh I have done I have done them before. If I got a healer, I could do the hero solo. Mm. It's it's a I mean I I've done it with my sorceress. We we did one okay. in uh, near Troll Country is in Ostland with uh there's like seven of us no healers oh but we got through the whole thing did we you just, do the taunt rotation like yeah you were we saying? just basically oh, rotated nice. the taunt between us and so when someone got to half someone would taunt the guy off him and then start beating on him and then we'd switch it up and you know okay it was awesome. that was that was your gripe the other day saying that everyone thinks there should be a healer in every group not necessarily right yeah I, sometimes i think you do better without the healers huh. sorry well, yeah, we, no, can't, it's fine. we can't target very well yet, but give us time. You just wait. We'll have a, <laughs> just wait till later. We'll have our healer add-ons. Well, so. it's it's almost like having a, a you know a comfy little blanket you sleep under, having the healer there. Oh, the healer's going to keep me safe, but they don't keep you safe. So it's like a a, a blanket that's on fire sitting there next to you. <laughs> <laughs> a good healer will keep you safe. So. Yes, that is true. Yeah. And, and I think I I, I don't think we're get, giving enough. Um, time for people to get acclimated to the game and 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 really get to know what their character role is and what they should do. I mean there's going to be there's going to be jerk offs out there that don't play their class right no matter what we do, but th the number of jerk offs is going to dramatically lessen over time. Right. And, and this really could be a lot of people's first MMO. I mean Warhammer was a really big franchise. We don't see it as much over here, but in Europe, I mean it was 
it's huge. You know, they got games workshops places everywhere. You know, so I think they got a lot of numbers from there. So if it's their first MNO, MNO, so like an MNM, if this is their first MMO, they've got a learning curve. You know, I agree. True. Well, I and think, until they um, figure it out, they're jerk offs <laughs> <laughs> or burning blankets. Yes. On that note, uh, let's move on to our news and discussions. We have wow, uh, haven't we been doing that the whole time? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. pretty much. Let's uh, see. The first big thing here on the list is the server splits for Phoenix Throne, which split to White Tower, Skull Throne, which split to Tower of Doom, Volkmar, that's us, which split to Magnus, Badlands, which split to Morheim, and Dark Crag, which split to Eerie Downs. And uh, what the split meant was they actually, um, they cloned a server uh, and all of the characters on it and then made a new server with a different name, sort of to kind of try and relieve the pressure on uh, the high pop servers. And I think we're part of the problem, aren't we? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. We refuse to we refuse to change with the times. Now, I think this is one of the most brilliant ways I've seen to handle a, a problem like this. Do you agree? I I think so. I think it was a good idea. I think there's some things they could have done to make it better. Well, okay. I, I I don't I don't I don't even really think it's that great an idea, honestly. Really? I mean, I can see what they're trying to do. I just don't think it's going to work. I mean, clearly we still have like long waits on Volkmar. Why is that? Why have none of us moved to Magnus? Well, because everybody already knows we're on Volkmar, and they haven't come up with a way, and there is no way to alleviate the problem of, you know, our social group has decided to go on this server, and if we change server, we're going to leave certain people out in the cold, and we don't want to do that. So, I mean... But the only way I, they can really fix it is a forced server switch, and we all remember that from the WoW days. Hmm. Well, and I think that's that's just it. I think this is is probably geared more towards the people who are in there with their three or four other friends, and it's like, yeah. hey guys, let's go to a server that you know doesn't have these issues, and exactly. they hop over, which then alleviates it for the the larger guilds who decide to stay or move, but. To me, it's so much more intelligent way to do it than how WoW did it when they were just like, you have, you know, we're going to open this up. We're not going to tell you when it's going to end, or if we do, it's not actually going to end at that day. It's going to end a lot sooner, and you're basically going to be forced to be split from your friends, you know, because half the people would move, and then the other half wouldn't, and they might have been out of town, so they didn't have time to do it, and blah, 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 blah. And it split up so many people and made so many people mad. But this way, your character's there. If you want to go, go. I mean, I did it by accident. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I, I don't think they've solved the problem. Well, no, um, definitely alleviated I, I, it. It's not as bad as it, it was. Oh. I mean, I I tried to log on earlier today, and and I was number three hundred in a queue. Um, now, granted, on day one, I was number six hundred in a queue, but that's day one, and everything was messed up on day one because they had the artificially lowered um, server size. So. I guess what I'm saying is I, I don't think that that forced switch um, is entire is still entirely out of the question. I think it could still happen. I uh, I did find out a couple of large guilds have already migrated from Volkmar. Uh, for instance, Casualties of War decided to move to another server. Uh, I don't know if that was total and complete, but I do think it would be also be a lot easier for very very organized guilds that had a single you know active website. Mm-hmm. Like you know if 
you know, everybody on, you know, Curse Gaming decided to change servers, that would be one thing because they're all on one set of forums. Well, I think mm-hmm. they should, should. I mean, there's a few things they could have added. Like, why not a feature in the guild where the guild leader can say, guild's moving. There's nothing forceful about it. It doesn't force anybody to move. But it automatically sends everybody in the guild an email or something that says, hey, your guild leader wants to move the guild to that server. Well, that goes yeah. back to the guild tools not quite being complete yet. And I think that's that's true across the board. Um, I mean, I mean, the issue with us was not only do we have multiple disparate groups we're trying to all get together, but our main website has been down for the last couple of weeks and we have no way of immediately, you know, letting everybody know. So right. they, they, they didn't reach us with this attempt is basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good response. It was a, it was a solid effort to not rob people of the time they had invested in their characters um, I, I don't know. I, th- I thought this was a pretty creative and good way to handle this situation without, without being a jerk and you know, re- removing people's choices. Yeah. Except the situation isn't handled. Well, it, it did. Ele- like- I, I mean, arguably there is you know still a queue, and so it didn't fix the situation. It doesn't mean it didn't help the situation. Mm. And I am absolutely convinced that it did help. I, I've not. been dealing with 200-person queues <laughs> as opposed to 600-person queues. And, you know, even during some busy times, it's 50-person sometimes. I think the okay. highest queue I've had since they've done that is like 22 minutes. So I guess I'm just getting in at the earlier times. And yeah, you're getting it good. <laughs> yeah, you're doing really good. I've had 45-minute queues, um, which is as long as I ever really had in um, in, in pre-release. See, I, I had an hour twenty. That was my most. But are, are y'all going off like when it happens? Because you know it's kind of like the Microsoft counter. You know, mine starts off at eighteen hours. You know, but oh, yeah, then it yeah. fixes itself. And no, then it fixes I'm going off. Anymore. It actually said thirty six minutes, and I waited forty five minutes. Okay. So that's what I'm going off of. I've I um, a couple days ago, I had a forty five minute wait. Well, mine said a hundred uh, an hour twenty minutes, but it felt like two days. subjective cue time yeah and then Uh, the next time it was actually a two-day wait (laughs) uh, four and a half day wait uh Um, you know uh the next day i didn't play so that was just you know a normal wait yeah i think Um, the the day that i had a three minute wait and that felt like a (laughs) seven minute wait i think the real issue here is y'all are logging out yeah, if you stay logged in, <laughs> you have no issues. You know, uh, you know, when you were going over the uh, the servers here that split or whatever, Badlands went to Morheim. That's interesting because um, the uh, CEO of Blizzard's last name is Morheim, and they have a Morheim server. I did not know that. Interesting. <laughs> now, the one thing I would huh. really like to see is them let you queue for another server like a scenario and then play on a different server. Because then I think that would alleviate a lot of issues. It might the queues might be longer because more people would be in the queue, mm-hmm. but more people would be playing on other servers and end up. You know, I really like playing this order guy more, so they end up playing over there, and then not queuing up for the other one later. But regardless, you get yeah. to go play the game while you're queued. Right, right. That would be awesome. You can do that in TF2. All right, so moving on. <laughs> 
Uh, what do we have here? Extended grace periods for online orders? Well, a lot of the people who ordered their games online, uh, on the 18th, Mythic said, okay, you've got to enter your code. You know, if you don't enter the code from your new box, then you can't continue playing, and they shut off certain accounts. Ah. Now, um, just as a, a quick uh, uh, aside to this, they actually said that you had longer to enter your code than really? they gave you. Oh, yes. I did not know that. Well, that makes so a lot this of sense. Extending the grace period, what they really did was they, they cut the grace period down, and then they said, oh, wait, this isn't going to work because there's people that don't have their game boxes yet. So they re-extended it yes. in a sort of tortured logic thing. Uh, so, yeah. Well, your your um, explanation makes my, my uh, observation of malevolent goodness completely wrong so we'll just move on <laughs> we'll move on to the next bit then um our, our next bit we just wanted to talk a little bit about our website um we have had some website problems over the past couple weeks and wanted to let everyone know who listens to our show that our website is being built again from the ground up it's not that we don't have the files we just updated a lot of our stuff and have decided to start from scratch and we want to apologize to anyone who you know we wanted to have our uh, beta impressions I mean, our first impressions podcast out, you know, before game release and it's coming out <laughs> this week. And then our last episode will be out in like a day or two. And uh, so we just wanted to say that we're sorry. And uh, it's because our site had been um, we, we were told we needed to upgrade to a really ludicrously expensive server. And um, if we wanted to continue doing business with the company we were doing business with. So we switched companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Take and it's just taken some time. I actually, um, when I got my collector's edition, I took a bunch of pictures of every step of opening it and unboxing it, and I was going to put up a post. To, this is uh, what the collector's edition looks like, and <laughs> this is what comes in it. And I was like, where am I going to put it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know where you I have those it. pictures. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. we, uh, the forums are up again. Yeah, yeah, we do have forums. They're uh, not pretty yet. But Networkers.com slash community can get you to them. Yep. If, if you click on the forums link from Network, will it get you there too? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So deadworkers.com slash network will get you to all our podcast, and we're yeah. slowly getting them all there. There's a lot that's already there, but we're working on getting everything. And we're typing, we're, we're re-entering all this data because we've redone the way that our site is going to handle these kinds of things, and uh, we hope that work pays <laughs> off. Yeah, this has really been kind of nightmare timing, right when we launch a new product, right when we have this new website that we're in the process of designing and building. um, All of a sudden, kaplow, we don't have a website anymore. So, yeah. 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 Then at the same time, I had a hard drive failure here at the house, and another monitor got zapped, and it's been crazy. And my tummy hurts, and (laughs) I'm hungry. My my dog died. My dog Uh, died. (laughs) I'm doing pretty good. I'm just... <laughs> Wait for a second, right along. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got two videos, and we'll link them from the show notes. Uh, we we had uh, uh, the Warhammer guys appear on MMO Report, a uh, G four program, and we'll link the videos to that. The first one is a um, interview with oh, and I can't remember his name right now. The funny Paul guy, Barnett. Paul, Paul Barnett, Barnett. Uh, from uh, Mythic. He's, he's the British guy. 
Yes. <laughs> who's kind of funny. And uh, they walk around with him and he talks about, you know, why working for EA Mythic is so cool or why he likes it. And then the second one is basically just some hype for the product. Um, but the videos are worth watching and it's kind of neat to see everybody's offices and things like that. So Cool. What And uh, cool. Uh, so the next thing we've got on here is our discussion about towns. Yes. And I was not consulted about this, so someone else take it away. What is in a town? We we get uh, we get a lot of well, guildies. People. We get guildies asking all the time. Where can you uh, train for this or that? Uh, where's the flight path? Uh, what's the deal? You know, um, I've heard people looking for certain trainers. Going, oh, this town only has these trainers, but not the other trainers. Well, I thought it'd be nice if we could kind of clear up everything for people. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, what do you find in a town? You you find a, a merchant. Usually, they sell the same crap. Right? Should we have some like fifty right? style shopping music we can put in the background? For this <laughs> no, okay, th- that's my question. Okay, there's a merchant in there. Does he just sell whatever trade skill items you need? Um, that is a good question. Or does he just sell the stuff for talisman making? Most merchants, like like default merchants, sell nothing. Oh, you mean trade skill items? Yeah. Oh, they they always sell your trade skill items. So because if you I don't have a trade it. skill, they're going to sell nothing. Oh, is that how it works? I okay, would, that's yeah. changed from beta. In beta, there were um, trade skill merchants and regular merchants. And I don't have a trade skill yet, so I, I didn't know that they changed that. Or at least every merchant I open up has talisman stuff, and I'm like, when am I going to find a merchant with something else? Yeah, okay. But there's nothing else to buy, really. You know? yeah. You've got Renown mm-hmm. gear that you buy, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, also, you get a, a trainer, a career trainer, which you can uh, train any class. He, he's a uh, um, man at arms or uh, jack of all trades or whatever. So uh, he's you, a smart. He is. He's just there to kick you in the jibblies. <laughs> so you can uh, train up uh, it in any town that I've ever been to. Is yes. this wrong? Is there's a trainer in every single town? There is a trainer in every single town. There are not trainers in um, war camps. Right. There I is believe. only there is only the um, there is something else that has the little target above it though that has something to do with yeah. renown. In the in the uh, in the rank one, uh, war camp. Man, there's so many terms in this. In the <laughs> rank one war camps, there are renowned trainers for players that are rank one. Um, after rank one. You have to go to either um, your racist city, either the inevitable city or Altdorf, or a keep that you control, um, which would be in a um, rank two lake or higher. So it's kind of confusing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's why people ask about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not not necessarily sold on the fact that it has to be that confusing. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, once you get it down, it's really not that confusing, though. You just know, okay, if I need a flight master, I got to go to the, you know, to the war camp, you know. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about that. the The flight master. He's at the second city that you get to. No. He's at the war third. camp. He's at the war camp. Yeah, but he's always at a. War- yeah, but how do you find the war camp? The war is camp it- is your first war camp is always right next to your third chapter checkpoint. Ah, there you go. Uh, okay. And I don't know if there's. A similar rule for f- for other war camps. I don't know. I just okay. don't know. Okay. 
Um, and when you get the flight trainer, he has all of the first tier flight points already f- open for you. Ready to go. He so, has all the flight points that you're eligible to go to. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're rank two, he'll have all the rank two and lower. Oh, really? You, it unlocks all the rank two ones at once? Yes. Oh, oh did, did not know, know that. I didn't know that either. And that's um, our, our really high-level guy in the guild. That's how he um, has, has leveled. He went through Chapter 9 on uh, the Greenskins, and then he immediately flew to the Rank 2 zones for uh, the Chaos versus Empire and did all those, and then he flew to the <laughs> uh, Rank 2 zone for High Elf, Dark Elf, and he did all those. So uh, wow. he was always doing a quest. It's hmm. a good way to do it. It is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, at the um, uh, trade skills, I know a lot of people ask us where to find oh. their trade skill. Well, they're all at the same place. They're all going to be in that same second uh, city. The second chapter two, c- chapter, chapter two, two, chapter two, point. and uh, the main city. Okay. Yes. And they will have every single trainer, right? Because yes. people yeah. are like, yeah. well, "Oh my God, this one doesn't have the scavenger." Well, it they're does. not he's always just kind of easy to find. Yeah, they're, he's hiding know. behind a tree or something. Yeah. He's taking a leak uh, on a bush. But yeah, <laughs> you will find them somewhere. Uh, let's see. Uh, your your rally masters. Yeah, rally master. That is setting rally your heart master. stone for you, wow players. Every, chap- mm-hmm. every chapter checkpoint will have a rally master. And the rally master will also give you your influence rewards for doing public quests in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you say this isn't really all that complicated once you get it, Brent, but it really is. I mean, you have like I, but three it's, different. It's not because it's all the same. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like once you know what's where, it's all the same. So I know, but I know. mean, just for a player coming in, I think it's more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, I, 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 I the, can agree with that. Yeah, the learning curve on it's pretty steep. Yeah. It, you don't you don't get like a nice little tutorial walkthrough. I mean, immediately you walk in the door. It's like, hey, you know, here's some quests to do, and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of a public quest, going, what, what, what what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think it's really nice for those who have already played WoW or something similar, because at least now it's up to us just to find the unique things, because right. we got everything else down pat, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's kind of exciting in a way, but that's it is. coming from playing MMOs. So, yeah. but someone playing not having played one before, it may not be. It may be pretty daunting. Yeah. So um, listen to our I, podcast. I have to say, the first time I hit um, uh, rank twelve and could no longer hit the renowned trainer in the uh, um, chapter three war camp. I was very, very confused, and he said, you have to go someplace else. And I was like, what? I got no place else to go. <laughs> you kicking me out? <laughs> but then I actually I went to the uh, the PvP lake in, I forget what it's called, one of the dwarf greenskin areas, and, and had to find my way into the, uh, the keep, which I actually asked because the front door of the keep wasn't working. So I had to go around to the back door like, I don't know, a servant or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was a bug, right? Yeah, that was a bug, but it's still annoying. Yeah. Now, the renowned trainer, what he does is he rewards your PvP with stat bonuses. And the more you like, you, you get um, one renowned point for each renowned level that you get... And you, like, the first level of any one of the stat bonuses is one point, and then the second is three. 
And the third, what's the third? Five? Spencer? I don't know. Okay. I have not, I have never gotten one past, um, past two. Okay. And, and they also have other effects. There's something, there is a, um, they give you, uh, what are they called? Tactics? Yes. One of the tactics will say, uh, one of my favorite ones is dwarves fear me. If I ever kill a dwarf, all of the order people around that dwarf take a morale hit. So, yeah, and and one thing to keep in mind about those tactics is you only have one slot for those tactics. Right. So, you know, I made the mistake of buying two tactics thinking I could put one in each slot and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then after doing that, I was sad cuz it was like 80 silver to retrain. But you can set up set uh multiple tactics um sort of Pay, payloads right uh, you can change on the fly so just because you already have a, a first tactic does not necessarily mean that you'll never use another tactic ever again right right but at the point where it was like my second thing to buy it was i was sad because <laughs> i felt it was kind of wasted because i wanted you know things i could use in conjunction with each other other at the time but anyway just it, 80 silver it's not that bad trust me i spent a gold and a half on paint and i'm doing fine <laughs> well it isn't now but when i was you know that level it was you know yeah gotcha. and now i'm saving up for my my pig i guess <laughs> whatever orcs ride boar. Boar. you get a boar i boar. i'm gonna call it a pig if i can name okay. it i will name it pig <laughs> piggy piggy jones okay awesome uh, have we uh, got all the town discussion we got we've uh i, I think beat that topic yeah base, right now a couple of quick comments you'll find different kinds of vendors in in towns if you find a renowned gear vendor he's going to sell you particular goods that you have qualified for by doing pvp correct correct now do those by goods- your renowned rank um you know unlike Unlike other um, MMOs, you have a level directly tied to the amount of PvP you've done. So once you hit renowned rank 10, then you can get renowned rank 10 gear from the renowned gear merchant. Okay, and it changes, like if I were to level in the middle of you know, doing business with this guy, um, I would uh, the gear I saw in the window would change. Yeah, and and all of the gear that you are qualified for will always appear. Um, it's just the best gear will always be at the top of the window, and you can scroll down to see the older gear. Yeah, I almost wish they would just put the best gear in there. I mean, I don't know why you would want to. You know, are you really I don't going either, to complain about it two silver piece? Hurt me, so I don't know. And it it's hurts not, me. and the first time you see a renowned <laughs> trainer, go go check it out. I I. Uh, uh, yeah, that first up. batch of renowned stuff, I, yeah. It's all stupid white items or whatever, but they're way better than the crap I was wearing. And they do that just so I can't salvage it. I know. And I can't true. salvage belts, apparently. But anyway, uh, maybe it's the accessories uh, that they don't let you do. Oh. But that's annoying. Yeah. Jewelry. Um, but the other thing with renowned is go back and check when you when you rank up. Because I know I, I hit like a mid-rank and all of a sudden there was a helm that was showing. And I was able to get a helm. Oh, yeah. Mid-rank? Huh? Mid rank? Well, I'm saying like it wasn't like a ten twenty thing. It was you know yeah. It was like, like it's not necessarily on like a landmark rank. rank. It's oh. whenever you rank up, check. Or maybe I hadn't checked in a while. I don't know. But it was cool <laughs> to see a helmet. It was the first helmet I saw. Yeah. For an arc. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's move on to the UI mod of the week here. Um, 
We're uh, going to talk about, I guess we're going to talk about a mod every week if there's one worth talking about. And uh, this week we're going to talk about auto loot. And uh, before that, we have a little note here about installing mods. And uh, you can create an interface folder and add on and add-ons within that. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. You, you need to go into your well, into your well <laughs> war directory and uh, create a folder called interface and then create a folder within interface called add-ons. And I think uh, if you have the curse client, I think it does it for you automatically. Yeah, I've just been using the curse client. I haven't, I haven't done any of that folder stuff. Unless that's why my add-ons aren't working. No, that my add-ons are well be it. <laughs> I, I used the curse client to install auto loot. Um, and it worked just fine. Auto loot is uh, just what it sounds like. Whenever you open a loot window, it will automatically take everything in that loot window and close it. And I installed it and used it for about uh, 20 minutes, and I got angry at it and turned it off. So, Why? Why? Because it doesn't pay any attention to the rarity of the item. So sometimes it would be a piece of armor that I would want to look at, before putting it in my bag and uh, it would like flash by and then I have to open my bag and look at it which completely defeats the so purpose you're one of, those, of the so you're a real picky looter yeah I he stops in the anything. scenarios and when loot comes up he sits there for 10 <laughs> minutes looking while everybody's killing <laughs> I will pick up a piece no, of but crap. If no, it's specifically for when I'm um, when I'm soloing because it's not an issue at all when you're in a group because you roll on rare loot. But when I'm soloing, if a, if a piece of rare loot drops, I want to look at it. That's a really good point. And and if it is auto looted, then I have to open my bag. Then he's got one more click. Piece. Well, no, but but how many clicks are you saving? One click, you know, right? You've saved like four billion clicks by not having to click on, you know, okay every time or right click and looting it. <laughs> but the one time you get an item that you want to look at, you just hit B and you can look at it. So it seems like you're actually, you know, having to click more than that. Maybe <laughs> I like clicking. Did you ever think of that? I think sure. that's awesome. I bet you have to click myself 5,000 times and now you're vain or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The first one was Ow, my eye. Ow, yeah. my eye. Yeah. Ow, my eye. Okay. I you just know, have the first time I saw it, I thought it was a guild name. I did, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, too. I was like, that's a pretty cool guild name, and maybe hey, it would what, uh, be. Maybe it would um, be, yeah. That's a good question. What titles is everyone using right now? I don't use a title. I just like the clean look. It's too many words under my head. I don't know. Man, I'm going to have to look it. It takes away from the coolness that is Autolycus, the name. I've been using the green just because I don't see many people using it. And you're not green. And it <laughs> and I'm not green, and it doesn't have to do with anything in particular. Like, yeah. I don't like the influential because it sounds pompous, and I don't like the peon because it sounds non-pompous. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've kind of been... I, I like the more ambiguous ones. What was the collector's edition one? The verified? The validated. 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 Well, that was just verifying your That's email. That's just for validating your email address. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. we... Got one. There so, was well, we got one with the quest, I guess, right? Yeah, you get one for the for the quest, and depending on what quest you do, you get one. If you're a beta tester, I think if you're an elder beta tester, um, then you get the world shaper, which I used for a while. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, right now, I'm using uh, Doombringer. Oh, that was and it had go on. It had to do with uh, killing slayers, and uh, slayers are always out searching for their doom, uh, which means they want to die. And I f- kind of feel like I'm, you know. Doing them a solid by killing them. So, <laughs> you know, I got I was killing uh, slayers, and that was the one I was using for a while. Um, 
and I killed a named dwarf over there, and I got it. And I thought it was for killing that named dwarf. So I was like, well, this is awesome. <laughs> so, But it was just for getting like 100 slayers or something, 50 uh, or something no, like that? No, no. I think it's actually for killing that named dwarf. Oh, okay, but, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, for kill first mate Kajilson or whatever. But now yeah, I'm using like- the uh, Pivotal Force. Pivotal and What's that? I- I was actually trying to look it up so I could remember what it was for. <laughs> I want uh, Stunty Eater. Is that one? Hey, it's not even Not that I've list. seen, yeah. Mm. It should be. <laughs> uh, Stunties taste leathery. <laughs> um, I think it was something like uh, 5,000 crits or something like that. Ooh, wow. Uh, cool. Mm. Critastic. So you uh, took one that everyone's going to get eventually? Awesome. Eventually. Um, (laughs) uh, Opening the Tome is our next segment. This sort of leads well into that. And uh, we're going to talk about hunting the Dryad Cape, which is something that we sort of did as a guild. And uh, what this is is there are certain mobs that if you kill, you will get a uh, bonus from a librarian in your main city. And this is one of those. We didn't cover the librarian in the town discussion. Well, they're not in the that's, town. They're in the main they're, they're big city. in the main city. Yeah. Oh. So we're cool. cool. They're in the we're library good. in the inevitable city for chaos. You know, I saw a librarian in the noob zone of the uh, high elves. What, what's the deal with that? Or the dark elves. Whatever. It was elf something. That's not a real librarian. No. Yeah. Don't believe. Yeah. It's a liar. <laughs> I mean, it said librarian as a uh, title. That's of a librarian. Oh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. No, but as far as the librarians that we're talking about, the ones that will give you gear for uh, kill quests uh-huh. are only in your main city. And so. they're basically merchants. Right? Yeah. And they have a list yeah. of things that you may or may not be able to buy. Okay. Right. So we, we all got together and we went to um, Ostland. Yes. Yep. And Tier two. It, it's right sort of uh, north northeast of the chapter four chaos area is that correct um the best way i i explain it to people when they ask in guild is if they have that area open there's a cave on the left side of the map on the you know the northern side and then Mm -hmm. across the road that is on the map there's a lake that's the lake that she spawns north of behind the shack and she respawns pretty quickly. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, Maybe five uh, do you, minutes. Do you know the Not name? even that. Uh, Gloom. Ooh. Dreamleaf. Yes. Gloom Dreamleaf. Okay. Yes. And there's a really good write-up on this whole thing that we'll put a link to that tells us all specifically. But uh, basically, well. this is a named Dryad mob, and it's located in Ostland. And what you do is you go and you kill the Dryad. Which was not a very difficult fight. No, she's oh, not no. a champion. She's not a hero. She's just a level 11, 12. Yeah. 12, I think. Yeah. I mean, w- there was three of us, and it w- and, and she was down. Um, and then you get a tome unlock called the Green and Brown, I think it was. Something like that. Uh, in yeah, the Green and Brown. And then when you go back to the Inevitable City, and I'm using the Inevitable City as, a, as an example. If you go to the far west part of the Inevitable City, there is, um, there is a library in there, and there are some librarians. Mm-hmm. And you talk to one of the librarians who is in charge of, this, um, of these special tome unlock items. And the one that you want is the, um, the Shroud of Spring, I believe it's called. Yeah. 
something like that. And uh, basically, it has a dry. It's a it's a cape. It's a gray and black cape with a dryad kind of twisted up in some nettles or something like that on yeah. the back of it. And it looks really sharp. Um, now, it, uh, what are the stats? One caveat on actually killing the mob. Uh, we discovered this the hard way. If you kill her in a war group, uh, what are they called? War band? It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, each group has to do it separately, right? Yeah, you have to do it as separate groups. So this sounds like a lot of trouble to get this cape. What are the stats on it? Absolutely no, no stats. Uh, no, you do that. I'm asking for the <laughs> listener's sake. I'm sure they would want to know too. But it, the thing <laughs> there is, there are no stats, but it looks awesome. Yeah, the one thing you got to realize is you don't get a cloak that looks anything but like a white cloak until when, like tier three maybe or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just like it's the only cloak that looks different. Yeah. So and it's really point. about camaraderie, right? Like being with your guild, doing stuff. I mean, because obviously it's not for gear. It's not for stats. Yeah. It's right. just for looks. But at, know, at this point cool. in our, the guild's sort of new. So at this point, getting together to do a whole lot of stuff is kind of out of the question because we're all sort of spread out level wise. Yeah. But this was something that we could all like go and, and have fun doing. And then we sort of have like an impromptu guild um, uniform. <laughs> so <laughs> it was pretty cool. That's neat. I'd like to do that. Maybe another group of um, guildies who haven't done it could do it with me or something. Yeah, yeah. just put it on the calendar. That we ah, fancy. I'll do that. Yeah. That sounds cool. I'll be interested to see how often these mobs turn up. You know, mm. because if you look, uh, if you look in your tome of knowledge, there is like a big, like, there's like a big section for this kind of stuff. I think there's yeah. probably like one for each race or grouping of creatures. Yeah. Like, I know there's per, one for spikes. Uh, oh, you mean per, per creature type. Yeah, oh. and, and I got one last night for trolls by killing the bridge troll. Okay. Oh, is that your, uh, your crock, crock pot? pot of death in my pants or awesome. something? I forget what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is it has stew, apparently. Mm, stew. Sweet. Telling me, I think. Mm, Sweet stew. But, uh, so that's the uh, cloak. That looks yeah. cool. That's how you do it, and we'll link to uh, in the show notes uh, a little more detailed. Maybe we can link awesome. straight to the uh, cloak itself using uh, wardb.com, dot com, something like that. Yeah, yeah. we can do that. Um, so I guess we're uh, at the tail end of our episode here. Um, are, are we? Yeah, you know what? That makes me really sad. You know why? Why? Because this is the last episode ending in three we're going to have for ten more episodes. <laughs> and one other thing, we really haven't talked about the dwarf starting zone. Do we want to just? Do we want to table that till next episode? Yeah. Yeah, I think as we play this, this is a long one. Yeah, it's we really long. forgot yeah. to put that in our notes at all. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. But yeah, I think we'll it was do that a pretty filled podcast. Yeah, I think as we get more experience in playing uh, Warhammer, we'll just uh, we'll we can uh, kind of structure the show accordingly. Because at first it's like, well, what do you really talk about on an MMO? There's a billion things. So yeah, we we're still kind of feeling it. it out. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Gates of Akrund. Which yep. I think is actually more important than the dwarves. Yeah, it just happens to be in that area. Oh yeah. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that offline, and uh, you know, we'll right. let you know next week. Yeah. Yeah. So forget we ever mentioned stunties. Forget yes. it. Stunties. Yes. So uh, what you can do, um, you can call us. Oh, by our, the way, oh, no. hold on. There's one section we're skipping over. Are we bit. skipping out? Yes. Skipping out? I, I would no. like to give a shout out to all the people who came in and and uh, joined our guild on Volkmar. We really yes. appreciate having everybody come with us. There are many people who, you know, followed us here and put up with the cues and 
and they are helping us do some great stuff with our guild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to the GWJ guys. I'd like to give, uh, you know, they're, they're all have made this a really interesting experience and uh, and they're a valuable part of this. And I, I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody. And that is uh, Gamers with Jobs. Yeah, and I think and we're going to uh, put the tax down to 2% instead of 5 just for them. <laughs> Get tax. No, just joking. We don't have you tax. Know, but, uh, uh, speaking seriously, we're not taxing right now, but if you do feel like tithing, Ooh, that's yeah. a sort of voluntary tax you can put on yourself. Uh, that does put some coin in our coffers, so that would be appreciated. Yeah. But not much, apparently. I, I, I Unless people have been getting it out, I don't know, because there's no log in there of like taking stuff out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I had yeah. I've had my tithe at one percent, which you know isn't much. It's I guess one copper every time I kill something, or one silver. I forget what it does. But uh, yeah, there's talk, only fourteen um, silver in the bank, so that's um, actually a lot more than there were last time I looked. Last time okay. I looked, there was uh, one silver and eight copper. So we're doing pretty good. Cool. Now, with that in mind, keep keep in mind also like um, the the flags. Standards. The standards cost two gold. Yeah, I think that's maybe a personal. Well, I don't know. I guess if you make someone a standard bearer, then yeah, yeah. So I mean, these ties are going to go to something eventually. I I think they'll definitely help with ballistas and things like that. Yeah, Uh, those are like twenty silver a pop, things like that. Um, But uh, yeah, like I was saying before the show to you that. Uh, having all these people in the guild was making the game much more fun than I think it would have been with only 10 people or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm enjoying my time a lot, and I appreciate all the people that are playing with us. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Right. So, um, well, there you let's, go, uh, mm-hmm. let's roll this one out of here. All right. We'll are you talking about the podcast? And, uh, yeah. You can uh, give us a call on our voicemail line, 256-513-4772. Leave tips, leave questions, leave songs. Just leave something. You can also uh, send us email, either uh, voice. In fact, if you're going to send us a voice message, we prefer you send us an MP3 via email to warp at deadworkers.com. Which doesn't work right now. But it will soon. But it will if you listen to this later when we have it fixed. Yeah, the archives. <laughs> uh, also, listen to our other fine podcasts at deadworkers.com slash network. There are lots awesome. of stuff there. Fantastic shows to listen to. Also, leave us iTunes reviews. We just got onto iTunes this week, and we need all the reviews we can get. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to know what you think about the show, um, and uh, and it's always good to have people saying good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And join us in the community, deadworkers.com slash community. There he is. Or, last thing you can do, What's come that? on down to Volkmar. <laughs> That's right. At- Look for the Misfits of the Warp and uh, ask for a guild invite. Yep. Come on down. We'd love to have you in. Level 7 guild. Dickweed. If you're a dickweed, we don't want you. You've got a good point there. (laughs) No no dickweeds. So, uh, I guess, very, very last thing, next week we're going to do something a little bit different. Instead of episode 3, it will be episode 4. Very, very last thing. Next week, we're going to do something a little bit different. Instead of episode three, it will be episode four. All right. I was wondering when you're going to drop that in there. Wait a minute. We'll see. You're <laughs> telling me that the next episode will end in four? Yes. Oh, wow. my God. That's awesome. That may be better than ending in three.
<laughs> I think it is. Four is better than three. I can't wait for five. Womp womp. Or six. <laughs> or seven. 